wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Grow tall. What's up? 570. Like I said before, let's get down there. You know what I mean? No. You know, sometimes <laughs> I just nod my head when people talk like that and I just uh, follow what they do. If you have ever seen the assistant, I believe, football coach in the movie Waterboy, um, he speaks Cajun. And if you you know what's up, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to some grow talk here. But before we do, executive producer is who? Come on, let's give it up to Fud. E. Elmo Fud Pucker, badass guy, comes out here and, and, and visits us and uh, answers all sorts of grow questions for us on, on dudegrows.com. Uh, you make my life easy, Fud. Thank you, my man. Yeah, fun hanging out. Nice to meet you, man, out yeah. of the expo. Sure, we'll see you here for the cup. Absolutely. All right, on top of that, we have a, oh, um, uh, the Mammoth P. Hat giveaway over on Instagram. You just got to go over to uh, our Instagram. What's it mean when you'd rather have the hat than the nutrient? That does say something <laughs> about you, though, right? Um, and just go, Guru, break it down. Are you ready now? Well, yeah, no, you just got to take a picture of your garden with anything mammoth in it and get creative <laughs> if you don't have something and tag at Dude Grows and use hashtag Dude Grow Show and hashtag Grow Mammoth. And mammoth so, okay, word. So you, we, we just got to make sure we check those hashtags is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah, cool. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be checking out and we'll, we'll pick someone out to send the hat to. Yeah, dude, you've actually been hanging out on Instagram lately, I've heard. I've heard rumblings. Two to three times a week, I'm trying to do something meaningful. I thought he was going to say two you to know. three times a day. Two to three times a week. Well, you're changing, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, some <laughs> people are just like, let's take a picture of my hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway. it was a fucking delicious hamburger. It was a water burger. okay? You can't get that every place. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, let's see who's growing some dank, man. There's some good dank over there. This is one of the first ones over on Instagram. Hashtag Dude Grow Show from ships underscore garden DGC. He was finally made an Instagram so I can share pics of my garden. Great ape under a uh, Spectrum King SK 600. And dude, that thing looks like you got some yield. I am down. Yeah, that's who was it, man? Somebody showed me a picture of some guy getting knocked, like two friends hitting each other with guitars today, man. (laughs) That was me. Yeah, we should we should do that, man. I should hit you over the head with that butt, man. Boom. I'll bet you that would knock you silly, man. Plus, he has a power tool organizer in the the top right of the picture, so this guy keeps his shit together. Yeah, man. (laughs) Imagine organizing your power tools, man. Be pretty cool. Be a lot cooler if you did. Over on dudegrows.com, we got this dank nug here. This is from Strawberry OG. Wait, this is from uh, Joe Bob again, but not a lemon. Strawberry OG. He's into the fruits, man. He's into the fruities. I'm down, man. Says this. Well, he uses some of that fermented. uh, uh, extract, I believe, pine. I mean, there's so much shit over there. And think about it, if you lived in Hawaii, I'd be composting all kinds of shit all over the place. I mean, it just happens. I wouldn't even have a bin. I just go throw it all out in my yard. It'll be composted. Yeah, soon. dude wouldn't even have an indoor toilet, man. It'd be composting so much <laughs> shit. Hey, Guru, there's different microbes out there, right? <laughs> All parts of the world, all sorts of different soil have different microbes. So in Hawaii, and I know that there are different. There's ones. different ones, but there's also ones that are the same pretty much everywhere too. <laughs> well, wait, let me give you the, the description here. 
is of the strawberry OG. This girl's so sticky and so frosty. Only complaint is just buds need to be a little bigger. Currently being crossed with headband and alien rock candy. <laughs> nice. uh, goes in the works and almost finished. Grown in veg with fish kelp and aloe drenches and recharge. Flowered in 25 gallon with pineapple froth. <laughs> Love it. Aloe drenches, recharge, and have a dose of uh, roots bloom. <laughs> All soils recycled. Flower pots and top trust with comfrey and alfalfa grown at home. That's awesome. That was really neat. You know, I mean, it's talk about, I mean, affordable. You, you can grow some dank, you know, depending on what you got, what, what resources are available to you. Um, that's a very low input. Plus, you know, he's yep. using the sun. He's using extracts. He's yeah, he's using the soil. And stuff. Yeah, and we're going to get into that later, man. There's a question that, that kind of addresses about organic inputs and whatnot. <clears throat> kind of looking forward really? to it. Really? Yes, really? We review all of the Grow Talk today. I read the questions beforehand, sir. How about that? After the show, we had a slight meeting yesterday, and Scotty's like, sometimes, you know, we got to know. We, we were really good with our no-till question, but to be honest, doing a show every week, sometimes I'm going to be like, huh? <laughs> right. So, but l- thanks for the crew for helping out, but let's get on some more uh, grow talk here. I didn't uh, know green, thanks for the from guys. green manure, you know? Can I take it right into uh, grow talk? Uh, grow talk supporter today, HLG horticultural lighting group. Scotty's got one hanging and this, uh, we weekend, throw- th- this week might be the week, man. I think this weekend I'm going to actually hang that girl up and uh, actually put plants in my little five by 10 grow. But guru, man, that's like a, that, that HLG 550. It's a thousand watt replacement and it's uh 550, 530 watts, something like that. I got that I think, right. I think, I think they're five. They're closer to 500 than they are to 550 now. All right. Dude, dude you mind if I hijack the conversation for two secs, man? Cause I'm trying to, the, the light is bright as hell. It looks bright. I'll give you three secs. Uh, this is going to take a while, man. <laughs> guru, I want to, I want you to help me understand once and for all, you, you have to educate me once every 30 days cause I don't have a good memory, but I still really can't understand when I walk up to a lighting booth and I say, okay, cool. Give me, give me the specs on your, on your, um, led light and let me compare it to other lights. You say PPF, you say PPFD, you say there's horsepower. There's, you know, help me out, brother. All right. Let's think about, or just in the simplest terms, PPF, think about it like rain or light is like rain when it falls on your plants. Okay. So it's a bunch of photons or like raindrops. Photons are like raindrops okay. falling, falling down on your plants. Um, PPF would be the total amount of rain that falls. And everywhere. But yeah, we from well, that light there, that, that there, light there, can generate. There's no area. It it could be yeah, three gallons that come out of sure that come down or and then it could be three gallons over a square mile. So that's like the max gallons. horsepower of your light right there, the PPF would be. Yeah. It, okay. it, it's it's how much light is coming out every second. Okay. Um PPFD is when you actually put that over an area and it's done in meters squared, so everything could just be on an even playing field. So if I'm Let me lo- guess the D stands for density. Actually, yeah. Good Holy job. Shit. All right. I'm going home, man. What the hell? <laughs> so, okay. So if I'm looking at a light and I'm just, just trying to compare, you know, horsepower, PPF is what you compare? Uh, yeah. P- PPF is the total amount of light output of that light. And, <laughs> and at what point do I say the word joules? Uh, joules is more towards the efficiency or efficiency On the joules, of the light. In, uh, it's in micromoles per joule or PPF per watt is the same thing. You can just convert those with uh, some conversion factors. You can change them. They're, they're, they're essentially the same thing. Oh, fuck. So I think I almost get it, man. PPF per watt. All I got to do is take the PPF, the horsepower of the light, divided by how much watts it's pulling from the wall, and that's going to give me PPF. PPF per watt, right? Exactly. Holy shit. I think I get it. And that's joules? And no, no, no. Joules is just a unit. Joules is like a watt. 
Uh, it's a unit of energy. Uh, you can use them almost interchangeably. You can just change them back and forth. Okay, man. So I should just stick to peep. So, so just for, forget okay. about forget about joules. PPF per watt or micromoles per joule are the same thing. Okay. All right. See, deal. So when I'm walking up to a, a lighting booth now, I would ask them what their PPF is, and then ask them what their PPF per watt is. Yeah. Exactly. All right. And they should if they don't know that, then I should scratch my head a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. You should start questioning <laughs> them. <laughs> All right. Interesting, man. Well, thank you for the education, man. I appreciate it, Guru. Perfect. Yeah. Well done, sir. Thank you. All right. Take it into the garage. Just sitting back, letting you guys jam. You know? What do you think, though, man? I mean, it's a, it's interesting, and we got to be able to compare apples to apples. It's it's no good when you just don't know what you know what the power ratings are on these things. Don't worry, it's super efficient, super. Powerful. Dude, it totally depends, man. Here's my freaking car analogy, right? You know, I don't want to know about your the valve timing necessarily i mean sure maybe you can tell me how many i don't know you can go deep with an engine and know no, no, more but, than i want to know I want no, to you want to know how many miles per gallon it gets right and i want to know how many horsepower maybe. it gets because i i need anywhere you know i need something like a 60 horsepower engine you know or above well i need to know fine, how much horsepower fine. it has just want to know what's zero to 60 bro <laughs> <All right. laughs> let's get into a question here on CalMag, man see if you guys are ready for me to come at you hashtag no spill come on let's do it <coughs> organic grow CalMag dash flushing question mark i gotta be honest with you man. dumb what <laughs> dgc did all the hard work on this one nate mi and super hey, i'm Gardner. trying to i'm trying to change it a little though sometimes one times it didn't it, it got to me a little somebody was like you, you guys on the show man you just read questions and read people's comments yes. that's not entirely true at all but i like to do both <laughs> Sometimes I tease my own brain and be like, okay, before I scroll to the comments, let me give my suggestion and see if they disagree, you disagree. So let me do that for this one. Absolutely. I, I just wanted wrong. to thank the crew, man. The crew really for sure. does I agree heavy lifting for us. We've got some great growers the out there. Um, hey, dude. And, and, and of course, while I'm reading, Guru, please show the picture of the beautiful puppy or dog here that is actually um, Rum Dum's dog. <laughs> hey, dude. And Scotty, love the show. I listen every night during the week. See, I have chronic Lyme disease. That sounds shitty. That's Sorry about lousy, that. man. Yeah. I was always afraid of Lyme, man. I'm in the Midwest. Ticks up all over the place. And one of my issues is insomnia. Mm. I wake up just about every night around 1 a.m. and can't get back to sleep. Audio books, brother. So, so I get up and have a smoke and listen to you guys. Right on, man. Um, because, so here's my question. I'm growing with the following. It's got California Sunshine number four, four. So that's just a peat, light charge in it, probably not really, you know, fully amended with any type of feed. Isn't that um, kind of my, acid too? California Sunshine. No, it's just a peat based mix. All right, but I mean they they balance they balance it. <laughs> Mixed with extra perlite and earthworm castings, pretty much one third of each in 10 gallon pots. He says he uses two Sun Systems LEC 630s and two T5s and veg. Um, all I've been giving them is a nice tea once a week with recharge and with watering. Based on how I'm understanding the whole feed your soil, not your plant process, I'm kind of confused about the use of CalMag and also about flushing. Because as long as one, here's here's we get into it a little bit. As long as I'm using recharge, every other watering in my teas, his teas are based on Tim's Wilson's recipe. Are you guys familiar with Tim Wilson's tea recipe? No, I'm heard it's not. tasty. I'm not, man. I know he's the micro man. I've I've heard him talk before, but I don't know the specific recipes. All right, he goes. I'm assuming I should never need to worry about Calmag. I mean, I don't agree. First, you know what there, happens I don't when you assume? 
then sometimes you're right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this is, you, you want to finish, but there's, there's well, yeah, let me up. get my, well, well, that the next part goes into, into, uh, into flushing. So first off, he's worried about CalMag or shouldn't, should he not have to worry about CalMag? I'll go with what you say, Scotty. He doesn't have really, I don't think, I don't know Tim Wilson's tea off the top of my head, but meat and potatoes as well as if I, some plants are just freaking CalMag hungry. And I believe if we go, I mean, you can overuse CalMag, but I haven't done that. I can't. I mean, I think you have to go pretty is, hard on some strains. Is he going strains. organic though? Is he trying to? What's go, that? Is he? He's going organic. Is that the reason why he's doing teas and and no spill, no bottles? Yeah, is it's just an talking? organic grow. Do uh, you mind if I just read go this, ahead. man? Because it is just absolute quality. I want to give give respect. This is Nate. Am I the problem with your soil? Is it has no? It has no nutrients and minerals. Look at the building. Yeah, exactly. So the the <clears throat> minerals are what what the the microbes solubilize. So it says, look at the build the soil recipe, and you'll see see you need a half cup each of kelp crab, neem, uh, neem seed oil meal, and karanja meal, and oyster shells per cubic foot, and four cups of rock dust, your minerals per cubic foot. Compost teas do not add the nutrients. It's simply boosting the microbes and fungi so the plant can have more available nutrients for a moment. Uh, yeah, the, he's so right, man. They, they let the nutrients, they solubilize the nutrients. They make them an available plant form, but you have to have the minerals in there for the microbes to solubilize. If the nutrients aren't in the soil when you make the compost tea, the life in the tea has nothing to convert and give to the plant. You'll need the top dress if you want to do the if you want to do organic. Uh, get the ingredients I mentioned mixed with earth earthworm castings and make your top layer with that. The oyster shell flour is the calcium. Using gypsum as part of the rock mixture helps too. Uh, cover it with hay and add lots of worms and you might be able to get away with not using bottled newts, but you'll need a big pot for that. 15 gallon is the preferred minimum size and hope this helps. And Nate, I think you nailed it, brother. Really yeah, cool. and even bigger. I mean, Sue had a comment. The bigger you go, the better. You get a better buffer zone for yep. when you're trying the style of growing. But I, I, what I would do, in, I don't know if the answer to saying, well, this mess up your organic rise of fear. You know, if I see a deficiency, if I'm, you know, when I've grown fully organic before and I'm like, shit, man, I, I want to get ahead of it quick. <clears throat> We're just grabbing a bottle of CalMag, man. Like a, a certain, it, it, there's many brands of CalMag out there and throwing some, I guess you'd say in quotation, synthetic CalMag on it. Now and is so that, what is gonna, that? that, that, so what that's CalMag that's been solubilized in something guru. Do you have any idea what, um, when, when they make CalMag, what do they solubilize it in to make it plant available? They, they must, they must be taking rock basically and, and dissolving it in something. Oh, I mean, right? They're using calcium nitrate. What, what is that? Calcium nitrate, calcium nitrate. Does that have an NPK? Is that is that a strong NPK? Is that something that's going? to... I mean, it, it would. It just depends on the concentration of that. I yeah, mean, in, would, in rock, it's a hundred percent NPK because it's just calcium nitrate. Sure, and sure. Oxygen. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious if that would harm the microbes if you just take a bottle of calcium nitrate and pour it on your on your organic <laughs> I, soil. I mean, yeah, not, it, not you know what I mean. Diluted down, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's super diluted down. Right. Or you That's can foliar where, calcium. I'm, calcium can be readily absorbed through the leaves too. You could always foliar that. The other thing I recommend, which I want to get a hold of these, I know there's some growers out there that we don't give much love to organs only. Um, uh, also, uh, nectar for the gods if goes by that. Their pH up. I use their pH up, and it's derived straight from calcium carbonate. It's a white, chalky liquid that uh -huh. you, you know. Um, and I that would go. <clears throat> couldn't you use calcium carbonate, carbonate in an organic regimen just fine? I don't know. I don't know the difference between a carbonate and a sulfate, sir. Well, I, it's a great pH up, 
and it's got a really high percentage of calcium. And I think that isn't it that the uh, nectar for the gods are the ones that are heavier. Believe like it's almost not impossible, but hard to overuse calcium. Uh, that's what I heard. And when I was talking to, uh, that's what I'm to understand. And when I was talking to Dynagro Dave way back in the day, who had uh, done actual testing, you know, plant testing, tissue testing on cannabis, he had said that, uh, you know, cannabis really should have five macronutrients. It was NP, you know, nitrogen, phosphorus, uh, potassium, and then it was calcium and sulfur was the fifth one. And in reality, calcium, the more calcium you put, the stronger the cell walls to the, the whole plant are going to be. And it's going to reinforce it with a ton of pectin. And yeah, don't even get me started. Why'd you fucking say pectin, man? Yeah, man. I got a whole book that, on man. pectin. Come on, man. It's only a half hour show, brother. If you guys want to look back, by the way, it was episode 53. We had Scott on um, from Nectar for the Gods. So check that shit out. Another out in Oregon. They, they, that's pretty strong, man. Pretty strong newt. Yeah, definitely, man. A good guy. I like Scott, man. All right. So what we get here? Let's take a quick break, man. We'll come back with some more grow talk. Um, and keep it coming. Come on, let's do it. The DGC says, keep your fucking hands off my meds. Please don't make us stoners mad. Cause majority rules and we're changing the laws. The law says We don't like you or your mess We'd much prefer you drinking a beer And later weaving your car down the middle of the road Scotty says to stay home and smoke weed instead Come on over and let's Get high, then I pack a bowl And everything's alright And Scotty's talking all night DGC says Leave us fucking stoners alone Don't you know it grows like a weed? Nature gave us this weed, and we intend to be stoned. All right, man, I'm going to pull over on YouTube. We had a grower's comment from uh, Hippie VT420. He goes, otters are a novelty that you hit right on the head, Scotty. It's breeders taking the Monsanto approach. So another person giving that opinion, we've been oh. talking about autos on the show lately where, man, it's just they're, they're trying to keep their genetics. You know, it's not a good thing for us as growers to support that model. So it's interesting. There's pros and cons to everything, my man. <clears throat> well, that's plus their, their, their name over there is hippie, hippie <laughs> 420. So they're a little well-grounded, you know, no, no, no offense there, hopefully, but yeah, keep it, keep your opinions coming. It's just tough sometimes when I see the dank that's being grown with the autos now. And the hippie right. at a technical university, sir. Life is so complex these days, isn't it? To you, I got a question for you to use or not to use. Just fucking that's use the question. it, man. Oh, this is by old timer. Just 50. drink it. Because what are your thoughts on using dry, cool bloom Ooh, I take it general back. hydroponics 
What's that? I take it back. <laughs> I don't hate At that At the shit, start man. of week seven, the flowers are developing nicely, and I'm not sure if I should stress the plants by using Cool Bloom as recommended in week seven Wait, by hold GH. Up. Is it the red or the blue one? Oh, it's the pink one, man. <laughs> I mean, for me, at week seven, Wait, I, I, looking, what's up? Just give the NPK of Cool Bloom real quick, man. If, I think I know it. I think it's a 0 50 30, if I've got 245, that right. 245-28 on the dry powder, on or the, it's a 0 10 10 on the uh, liquid on the dry powder got. man what is it really i'm thinking of the other one man there's one that's just a straight it's up zero high. fifty thirty. 245 28 yeah okay there it is yeah okay they just okay i got you now i was close when you're week seven most strains man unless you're growing you know i'm not a fan of this product anyway but if you were to use it i don't know why they have the recommendation why am i gonna pour all these salts and shit on my yeah. week seven you're gonna like, taste I think those. I'm, I think I'm gonna be effing up my flower, man. It's not the way I feel nature intended to blow. To, to well, I mean, if you walk into my grow room, you'd say nature did not attend this. Why are the walls silver? But um, yeah, I mean, it yeah. sounds like one of those things where it's like back in the day when you didn't give a shit about quality. All you gave a shit was just fucking weight, man. You you might do something like that, but mm -mm, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I agree. You guys in the comments, Maestro, killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drop, just, drop what he's saying, man. This is really good information, man. He goes, from what it looks of the bud in the pitcher, it's too late for PK boosters to be useful to her. The idea from behind using Bloom Boostus is to boost <laughs> the production of the calyx during that early to mid stage of bud development. When to start and cut out depends on the plant's flowering time. A lot of, yeah, there's good variable there. Variable. That's why when they say week seven, you can't just say week seven. Overfeeding is a common problem as far as mineral concentrations are concerned. But another type of overfeeding is when you force feed a plant minerals in the wrong ratio and time. Thank you. A plant, a plant does not need to be fed nutrients during the final stage of maturity. They should have enough minerals stored up to properly finish. Definitely. This is the best time, like week seven, when I'm going to plain water and I love to see, you see the plant swell using its own what it has left and it'll you know and it's one of the funnest times of growing um he goes they should have enough okay trying to get the plant to provide new produce new growth when she just wants to ripen is not the least bit helpful to this maturing process so during the ripening stage stresses can affect ethylene production and senescence since uh, that's what you want me to read it man so you can take <laughs> away the last so, word there senescence but senescence is a plant naturally dying fading and dying so that's an important stage. If you're just blasting it with nutrients instead when it's supposed to be fading and dying, it's not nat it's not natural. Word. <laughs> Word. And hey, dude, Maestro, <laughs> Maestro <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. And, you know, I have no shame, man. I'm not going to be able to answer questions as, as, as good as these guys, man. These are the best of the best here, man. So all I can do is showcase, learn in public with all y'all, man. I got no shame in my game, brother. Well, tell me who's slinging some recharge here, and we'll hit one more um, before we got a we got a boogie on a on a call a man. call a call behind the scenes. Whoa, man! You know what man, do you got? I got cultivate in Denver, man. Cultivate stepped it up, man. They're hitting the recharge hard these days, man. They got their crew on it, so thank you so much for the for the love over there, guys. Really appreciate yeah, check it. Check them out. They got a store in Denver, Denver and out in the uh, Stapleton location. Yeah, you're driving. Rum dumb, giving the love for grow talk today, titled Pain Hell. To germinate seeds. He goes, Yo, DDC, I'm getting pretty desperate. This is like my fifth grow, and I'm trying to get another set of plants ready to run, and I'm paying hell to get these damn seeds to germinate. No. All right, here's his question. Question one 
when do you why when you have to pay so much money to get seeds from places like Attitude, etc. What the fuck do you do as a recourse when you just spent money on seeds that don't do shit? <laughs> After oh. getting five fem, fem seeds of MOB and five uh, mob of five fem seeds of uh, another strain, I can't <laughs> pronounce ayahuasca. <laughs> Uh, there That's we go. how you spell so ayahuasca. Far, none of yeah. have germinated. I don't know if I'd buy two. a strain called ayahuasca purple anyhow, man. That sounds good. What the hell am I doing wrong in the germin- germination process? Here's what he's doing. One, he puts the seed in a solo cup with a little water and let it soak. I'm down with that. If you want to let your seed soak a little. Um, two, put the seed in a paper towel until it sprouts. I don't do that shiz. I plant my seeds. Um, you know, we got the tip there, Scotty, Mr. Soul, he's like suggested planting your seeds in that vertical, um, you know, stance, I guess, if you will, to right. drop, uh, point up, point up. And, yep. And then, uh, that helps it shed its, what its seed shell easier, uh, maybe a quarter inch down in a moist peat or cocoa or whatever. I mean, actually I'm starting to like peat a little better for planting them. Sure. And, uh, that's what I do. I don't like the paper towel method. I'm afraid I'm gonna damage anything once it sprouts. I don't know. It's a very sensitive little thing that I don't want to F with. Um, and then he goes wetting it. And then he says he's dumping the runoff. So there's no standing water. He goes to put another plate over the top. So he's keeping this and then put it on a seedling warmer. So he's making this moist little paper towel area in between two plates. Um, I would exonate that step. Would you guys? I mean, you can, you don't need to, I mean, nature doesn't do it. You just have to keep it. You can't have it too moist is the, is the key with, uh, with germination. I mean, that, yeah, that's what he's saying. Here's the issue. If I don't get up in the middle of the night, which is usually not a problem, the paper towel will dry out. And if you have that seed open up and you get into the paper towel completely dries out, that thing's going to die. Yeah. The paper so, towel method, when I did used to do it, I would do it be, uh, in between two plates. So I would take two of the identical size, uh, like dinner plates or something like that, put the paper towels between them and then keep the plate on top of it. You know, it turned one like a clamshell to keep the, uh, the water from evaporating out. Cause I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to moisten paper towels. You fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, or, so or you could just, or you could just get a peat pellet and plant it in the peat pellet. I was waiting for it'll take, to say that, it'll so. take maybe one or two days or two days longer, but it almost like hundred percent guaranteed. If it doesn't pop, you didn't want that seed to pop anyways. Yeah. You, you just don't want them too wet. The whole thing with seeds is too wet. They won't, you know, that you can, they'll get like, I don't know, mold or something like that. And they, and they won't germinate well. And lastly, my suggestion, which I just did with this genius cross with G13 I use a two point, it's called like a 2.5 inch uh, nursery pot, like mini pot, six pack of geraniums coming or some shit, small one, 2.5 by 2.5. I fill it with peat. I like the looseness of my peat versus I think some of those pre-made pellets is it's a little bit of a tight, the looseness of my, my peat, the way it's in there, I feel the roots can get going and spread out easier. And I always keep it moist and what's clutch in this whole process, a clone dome keeps your shit moist. Set it on a seedling mat, keeps it cozy, and you're going to be good to go. Hey, but that so. seedling mat is really a cool trick too. What the seedling mat does, it uh, it heats the 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 seeds. It you know heats the the soil. Yeah, it heats your 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 mixture, your media up, mm-hmm. and then everything starts happening quicker. Yeah, it sure does. Those things work. Were they twenty bucks or something? Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they could be a little bit more expensive, but they're, well, yeah, a worthy investment. Yeah, there is a whole grower. kit. You can get a whole kit with a clone dome, a seed mat. I want to say even a thermostat for the seed mat and probably even some cubes in there for 40, 50 bucks at a grocery store. So check that out. Don't put your seeds in Rockwell, though. I don't like that shit. All right. Uh, hope that helped. Rum, dumb. And uh, guys, we are going to get out of here. Let us know how your seeds go from here on out. I feel like spending money to get shit. You know, seeds are not cheap. You need them to pop. Yeah, I know. So, 
Pete. All right, anyway. check it all out, guys. DudeGrows.com. Um, like I said, challenge you to use that search bar for any information you might need in your indoor outdoor garden or the deep mind of Scotty Real. I don't know. Let's go. Shout out. Ah, holy smokes and Kootmed. Uh, and me, my closet grow, and EC does it good. Ah, I get what he did there. <laughs> Holy Grail and UK Growmaster THC. That sounds like a doctorate degree. Junior Gonzalez and Oki Organics. Yo, yo. Yeah, how about Johnny Blangstone and Grow Danny Dunn? All right, guys. Oh, Grow Danny Dunn. <laughs> I thought it was Irish. Have a good day. Stay higher. All right. Some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good on, on, It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it out in Get weed. I ain't got nothing.